want to tell you about one of our partners, Quetzal Education Consulting. Quetzal Education Consulting is a queer, black, and indigenous women-owned firm offering anti-racist consulting, PD, coaching, keynotes, workshops, and more. Their newly released Abolitionist Teaching Workshop series coaches and prepares teachers to further develop abolitionist practices in the classroom. Find out why they have been called The Future of Educational Justice by Dr. Bettina Love. You can book a free consultation with Quetzal by calling 510-397-8011 or visiting quetzalec.com. That is Q-U-E-T-Z-A-L-E-C.com. And if you mention you heard about them through Two Dope Teachers, you will receive a 5% discount on their Abolitionist Teaching PD series. Once again, you can book them by visiting quetzalec.com on their Connect With Us page. Back, back, giving it to you in your ear hole. In your ear hole, banging on your eardrum. Yes, yes. You're banging on your eardrum. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Dope Teachers and a Microphone. My name is Gerardo Munoz. I am Kevin Adams. We are merely two public school educators out here in uh, the Queen City of the West, Denver, Colorado. We are here. Kevin, how are you? I ask as if we didn't just spend the last 45 minutes. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good that I'm here with you. That yeah. we got to chop it up. I feel like like that's a conversation I've been needing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's good to chop uh, it up. Since we don't get to see each other. Yeah, chopping been, it up like celery. Yeah. I was going to invite you for a hot dog this week, but I can't. So, And I was going to invite you one for next week, but I'm going to be gone out of town. But maybe the week after that. I'll be gone out of town that week, too. So we'll oh, both be wait, out of town. The week after that or next week? Or the next week. Oh, okay. At, the right. week after this week, I will be out of town. All right, good. You guys, everybody get that? Uh, I will be out of town next week. Kevin will be out of town the week after. Don't don't come. I No, I think we're going to be out of town the same oh, week. Where are you going to be? Uh, I have a men's conference. Oh, I'm not nice. going to get into it. No, nah, that'll be good. That'll be good. Some but, good learning you know, opportunities. I need, I need. I need that. We all need professional development. No, you know we you do. Know. Affinity and, uh, spaces. Yes. Affinity spaces. Yes, okay. Yes. No, I will be good. better for you. I will be better professionally, personally, as a result I mean, of this. So I'm glad. What did our fearless uh, leader of our district way back in the day once say? Better, better me, better we. That's right. That's right. Better me. I live by me. that. I got that tattooed. Yeah, as you should. As you right should. Right off the bat. Well, I will be uh, kicking it with teachers of color in um in the PNW. Pacific there we Northwest. go. There we uh, go. Out there, Oregon teachers uh, of color unite. They have their annual summit. Guess who is keynoting the summit? Uh, let me guess. It's not me. Oh, I was gonna guess you. <laughs> All right. Let's see. <laughs> Oregon, let's see, the homie Brooke? 
No, uh, she's in Washington. I want oh, to Washington. That's right. Upper state. Yeah. Well, Pacific Northwest, though. I was in the region. In the yeah. Region. I mean, I did say Oregon. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, no, you did say um, Oregon. Your friend and mine, Dr. Who? Bettina L. Love. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big time. That'll she's be everywhere. She's everywhere. Uh, I was I was in Spokane a couple of weeks ago for um, for a workshop series I did at Eastern Washington University. And uh, Dr. Love, I think this past weekend spoke there for Black History Month. And um, and the one of the only times that she actually came after me. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> at least on that campus. Uh, yeah. So that's going to that that's going to be cool um, and all that kind of stuff. Um, yo, hey, if you just stumbled across us because you heard Jimmy Day's interview or because you heard Voices for Honest Education Roundtable um, or, you know, the last episode of the exit interview, Jackie Cradle, that was an incredible, incredible episode. Shout that out. Shout did. out. We are uh, we are uh, we are two dope teachers in a mic, the flagship production of two dope productions. Uh, you can find us on all the social medias at two dope teachers. Uh, you can email us two dope teachers at gmail.com if you have praise. Praise, really. We're very fragile lately. We're like we're hanging <laughs> on. on. We need a lot of um, we need a lot of love, Kev, and we don't see each other every day, so we don't uh, <laughs> so we, we don't have a chance to like do that. See, Kevin's sick; it's like wild. Um, and um, you know, so you can get in touch with us We're on Facebook. Hey, if you wanna, um, if you'd like to offer us some shekels, some doubloons, doubloons. some cowrie shells, uh, dablins, da- what dablins, dablins, <laughs> yes. Uh, some uh, some ducats, ducats. <laughs> yes, you Take can. Them back. Um, that's right. Head um, head over to patreoncom slash teachers where if you pledge at fifteen dollars a month, you get a sticker, a sticker, yes. a Tudo Nation sticker, the rare Tudo Nation sticker. We gotta make those more available to people. I think people want them. Um, Most I think definitely. I want one. I don't think I have one. <laughs> They're dope. They're dope. They're dope. So anyway, yeah, we're here. Uh, it is the dog days of winter um, <laughs> when the year is so long that you're tired. But guess what? It, guess what, Gerardo? Yes, it's supposed what? to snow tomorrow. <laughs> Bruh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Well, you, I mean, it was beautiful for half of today, and then I came out of a sight yeah. visit, and I'm like, "Where did the sun go?" Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> "Uh oh, something has changed. <laughs> something has changed." Yeah. I know it's like Colorado is tripping lately. It's like an abusive relationship. It's like, oh, oh, I'll give you sun and in 60 and bam, four below. But don't that's the high. But I feel like Coloradans are the worst. And people who live in like shout out to our real weather states like Buffalo, New York, or like <laughs> Minneapolis, Minnesota. I mean, that, that's yeah. those places that like where the snow comes and like it never goes anywhere until no, like, it's true. Well, we like, had a little bit of that, like the ice. The, I know the, we were complaining about it. <laughs> the polar ice cap in front of my house is still not melted and it was 60 today. Like yeah. it's just, no, you're right. And my friend Korsha like um, was actually <laughs> joking about moving here from Minnesota. Cause she's like, Oh, <laughs> if we have 17 inches of snow right now and it hasn't stopped. And it and hasn't stopped. Like, and, it's and that's Minnesota. Funny. My stepdad is from Minnesota. And like for him, it's like, Oh no, you don't, you don't know cold. Like yeah. you don't know cold. It's disturbing. Cause they get used to it. 
any yeah. place you got to have like a heater in your car to start it <laughs> you have a you have a supplemental like survival kit in your car like i mean i don't know like yo y'all should have things in your car like you don't want anything to happen um yes. at all speaking of cars um guess who is driving <gasps> oh yeah no. my child he is, is driving? driving yeah it's it's wild like so today um, oh, I wasn't going to make it in home for a zoom call. And, yep. um, I was like, all right, I'm just going to kick it here at this, at this, uh, this year coffee shop of no name. Uh, cause they, they ain't trying to sponsor us. Yeah. Um, and, and they're union busters. Oh. Um, and, uh, so I'm there and I'm like, well, if you want to meet up with me, like, come on down. And so she like drove down. And so we sat, we did our work and like, whatever. And then we left and the bro it was the weirdest thing. It was like, okay, bye. I'll see you at the <laughs> house. <laughs> nice very good congratulations yeah. it's cool shout yeah, out we're proud of her we're proud of her tell the child i said i will go. absolutely absolutely it's 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 a trip um and and I'll, yeah I'll, man I'll, I'll be calling for rides you know yeah um you know. yeah i'll be good so well listen so um we we got a few things we're gonna get to today let's see if gerardo can remember everything we literally just said five minutes ago before we turned on the mic so we're gonna talk about Tales from sixth grade, right? Yes. Or tales from tales from sixth grade or the classroom. Six, sixth grade and the classroom in general. Tales give, from the classroom. Give the update uh, on how things are Kevin going. Kevin is still in the classroom. I am no longer in the classroom. Although I, I mean, I could give you <laughs> yeah. tales from learning and development, but um, you That's know, adults. the classroom still. Uh, yeah, in a way, um, <laughs> in a way. No, I love my shout out to my team, the Fab Five. We are the Fab Five, and. Uh, you know, that's just how it is. So we got some tales from the classroom. We got a little bit of conversation um, that, that centers on what's happening in these education streets. Um, I am going to get mad about something. Oh, and then um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about chat GPT. And All right. what? Oh, sorry. I, I, don't worry. Just keep going, man. Don't don't. Uh-uh. Oh, OK. Professional. <laughs> Be a professional. Is this, is this is this the interactive part of the show where you're like, tell him? That's right. Tell you tell him. <laughs> um, yeah. So we yeah. So and then we'll talk a little bit about Chat GPT, AI, friend or foe, or both. Yes. We Definitely. don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. So well, it you know, let let's do let's do a few quick minutes of tales from the classroom and actually um yeah, and, and actually. I actually have some tales from the classroom because I am actually in classrooms as a student. So I can talk a little bit about that. Oh, yes. Yes, um, definitely. Let us let the people know how that's going. That yep, endeavor. Right. So let's right. let's get let's get into it. Tales from the classroom. Uh, Kevin. Yes, sir. What's it, what's it like in the classroom? Like, you know, I was in the, you know, I was a teacher for 23 years. And so I feel that I have a good understanding you of know, what's happening here. I'm, I'm, right I'm, now. I have I'm my finger on the pulse. Yes. I have my finger on the pulse of the people um, because the kids I get I taught, I get they're mostly, with it. they're mostly still kids. I, I get jiggy um, with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Quick shout out to your, your former student and my former student, Lucero, who started teaching this semester. Always, wow. we love, we love, we love when those youngins and Lucero always said she wanted to be a teacher. Yep. Always, always. Yep. So like, yep. I love when it comes through and when they do that, you know, it, or come back to it. 
shout out to another former student of ours. Our man, Ben Brown, was spotted by Miss Rivera at the Capitol building, the Colorado State Capitol. Yo. On lobby day, where he's been interning for James Coleman. Listen. Oh, I love I'm hearing this for the first time. Word is is on the street. He's headed to Washington, D.C. in a few months. Man. No, this is great. This is great. You know, that's what we're in this work for. So shout out to all of our current and former students. Uh, We believe uh, in y'all and in y'all. The, the, the former students are living the dreams that we hoped for you and, and, and imagined and even better. Yeah, you know, no, that's that, great. It, that's it, it. It's still wild. Like they're adults and they're, they're doing things in life. And that's I right. love it. I that's love it. Right. That's right. So, uh, so I, I don't need to like an update on what's happening in yes, classrooms. But the um, people do. But the people do. So, yeah, let's talk about it, man. What's, what's going on well, in the you classroom? Know, you know, uh, <laughs> first of all, first of all, we just shout out to all of my students, my sixth graders. We just finished up uh, teaching about the movement for Black Lives Matter because last week was Black Lives Matter at school That's right. week. That's right. And we were exploring the origins and evolution of the movement. Uh, you know, they thoughtfully uh, explored the movement, its history, you know. And it's, it's funny, you know, um, because both of us have taught since the beginning of this movement and throughout yeah. it, it, it never ceases to amaze me how this topic gets kids attention Yeah, in ways that other things do not grab their attention. Um, so shout out to them. They're That's working great. on art products or products of so videos, uh, pieces of art, poems, short stories, uh, to really show their understanding of the movement and That's the great. history of the movement. So they've really impressed me, given me a lot of like, you know, warm, fuzzy feelings as they show me <laughs> what they're doing. And, and it's amazing as they get into it and embrace creativity. So shout out to those sixth graders. That's um, great. And, and they stay cracking me up, you know. So I'll just tell you this quick story because I know you you don't get enough of this. In your new definitely job, not. hopefully definitely not. Let's see. Well, maybe you do. I mean, there's some. There's definitely some funny stuff that well, happens. Well, you know, um, you you'll remember. So, well, maybe not like this. So, I'm going through some papers because get, getting caught up on my grading, you know, because I'm a real teacher and I I don't feel like I effectively grade if I am like caught up. So if I'm far behind, right, I'm right, much right. better. So it's a strategy. Like I'm not. No, yeah, it's fascinating. It's part of what I do. That's but right. If I if I do it all, what am I gonna do? Yeah. So yeah. I'm going through the papers, <laughs> and I come across this one, and it's got like two bites out of it, two big like bites, <laughs> like almost. And that's it. Like the rest of it looks good. All the work's done. The bites aren't where the work is. It's like, yep, yep. The bites ideals. are not preventing you from being able to assess the work. This and, is important. And I notice right above the top of one of the bites, it says, uh, I do not, uh, I did not do this to the paper. And then right <laughs> below it, it says, I do know who did it, but I will not name names. <laughs> no snitching. <laughs> I'm just like, Wow, this is hilarious. Oh, you guys man. are funny. That's right? amazing. So 
Also, also, like you weren't worried about uh, like what may have been passed on to you via the bikes on the. Although I imagine I mean, teaching middle school, you've developed a pretty significant immunity. I don't think they were bites, so but they look like bites. But they, I don't oh. think they were bites. Huh. That was bite shapes, you know, because they, they. This is this is compelling. So how <laughs> how are we going to get to the bottom of this? I mean, you know, I think it's one of those things that you like. <laughs> I mean, the students said they weren't naming names. So yeah, right. I mean, they're then, not, they know the code of the streets. You know, they know oh, the code I, of the streets. Because <laughs> right when I saw it, the Law and Order, that dong dong went <laughs> off in in my mind. I was like, investigation, investigation time. You know, that's so. amazing. I had something similar, except it was I had a sixth grader years ago who literally ate the entire assignment, like literally ingested a construction paper project that I had assigned. And I'm like, this can't be safe. Like what is you hold on youngster. You ate it. Like, I was, like I was asking it. the kids about uh, who was the paper eater in our class. the other And they're day. like, I don't know how I came up. And then they're like, like, so, we so don't know what you're talking about paper sir. back at, uh, at the beginning of sixth grade. <laughs> I'm like, Oh man. Oh, I, had a, I had a student try to do some creative stapling and it just didn't go well. And she ended up mangling like the corner of this thing that she turned in. And um, and she wrote in a little like pencil right around it. What have I done? What have I done? <laughs> She's like breaking down over it. Oh, no, it all went wrong. <laughs> how many speaking of staplers, how many how many kids would you wager have stapled their hand in your I mean, I'm going to raise my hand like I did it. Um, yeah, so I mean, I of course we did it. Of course, yeah. me and you did it. I mean, I think among but boys, that's a very common high thing. number. Yeah, I, I think that I think that the the girls that we've had in class are less likely to do that. Like, I remember being a little kid and watching myself do it. Just like, do it. I'm always telling the kids, I'm like, stop playing with the stapler. You're going to staple yourself. And inevitably, they're like, Mr. Look. I stable myself. <laughs> yeah, good job. Man, give, that's me my, wild. give me my stable. But so so you still loving the work. Still, still yeah, loving the yeah. kids. I'm I'm loving so for AFM, and I think other teachers try this. It just shifts it, but I'm trying to teach through music, right? So have yeah. some sort of song that encompasses the theme or relates to the lesson by a black artist each period. I think I've done good. I started. I started with Nas's. I know I can, because we started with the achievements. We started with the achievements of the African kingdoms, right? And the kids, the kids picked up on that. So we've gone through some good stuff. Yeah, some solid stuff. As we talked about Molly, you know, listen to a lot of uh, Molly music, music from modern day country Molly. Yeah, got some great guitar players. Oh, that's cool. I remember I had a student a few years ago who came. So she had spent a semester in Mali and then joined my world history class second oh, semester. Wow. Yeah. And so we were and just as we kind of got into post-classical Africa yes. and particularly the kingdom of Mali. Nice. Um, and so I, I had talked about uh the griots right and yep. the this kind of tradition and kind of saying that these aren't just like street performers these aren't just people at open mics like like rulers had griots to keep yes. the official history yes. and um and she's like if you give me a couple of days i think i have some videos and so oh, she actually nice. brought in a couple of videos of 
of modern day griots in this in this town that she was living in who would who would share the traditions and that kind of thing so it's it's beautiful uh, i love it's, that um, no that's I cool love that. I, I, I love the focus on music because i feel like as somebody who hasn't played music seriously in over 20 years unlike one person on this podcast um <laughs> i always fumbled around with how to really teach it and you know how to kind of get into it um you will be dope bro it would be great to have you, my guy Justin, the band teacher from Illinois. Yes. And yes. our guy Jimmy Day the second, 2023 Colorado Teacher of the Year, a middle school band teacher, just top, top just chop it up about music and education. And I, I'm like, down to do it only if we can do it all in person and have our instruments too. Bro, okay, <laughs> we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it we happen. We gotta make we, that we, happen. We'll need to fly Justin out. He's That'd in be another fun. state. That'd but, be fun. Um, oh, he would do it. Come on, come, come on. on. Well, I, I got an update for you. Um, so I'm out here in these education streets. Yes, sir. Um, so a lot of you know that I've been part of this uh, fellowship by the National Network of State Teachers of the Year, as well as the um, the the Center for Youth Law and uh, Rally, which does some great work out of out of Seattle. Um, and a lot of what we're doing is kind of, so. So I was going to say, you know, who was not doing. Black Lives Matter at school. Ron DeSantis was oh. not doing Black Lives Matter. Real, that's at school. I point. I, I pointed don't know if that, that out to my students. I was like, everything yeah. that I'm doing. If we were in Florida, I'd be in jail. <laughs> You'd be in jail and fined. And uh, yeah, and there's probably a whole bunch of other things that uh, that they would like to bring back from certain time periods, right? And so, mm -hmm. um, so part of what we're doing is trying to counter this these harmful gag orders and these book bans um and these just really really fascistic uh policies around what you teach in schools and yes sir so it's been really wild um my our good friend uh, monica washington just dropped an op-ed um about what's been going on with um the college board and with yes. the ap yes. african-american history yes i kind of i want to get your take on this like so let, let's talk about that real quick um because i know that listen you and i are not friends of ap we don't love ap um yep. we know we know it's a sorting mechanism we know that it's a money maker for a lot of people who are not our kids in our communities yep um but at the same time we've we've got this policy that is just wild so i'm gonna hand you the mic yep well you know what <laughs> it's 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 a fascinating time and like it's it's so interesting because my dad calls me and asks me my thoughts about it right and so first of all you know teaching i haven't taught a lot of ap classes i've only taught one you know the one very well that i taught yep. ap yep. world history so first i understand the structure of an AP class and how it's just how teachers go about teaching it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's really a lot of suggestions of things to cover in a certain way. And, yeah. and, and, and real clear concepts and ideas. Um, so like laying out um, a clear path of study of a subject so that kids can study it in depth at a high level and yeah. be kind of generally knowledgeable about a variety of aspects uh related to this topic and subject yeah would you yeah. say that's your experience right I, I would say that and i would say that um I, I would say that the that the way 
that this messaging has come out from the from the DeSantis people and his ilk yep. is it's just so ill-intentioned it's so dishonest yep. it lacks civic integrity mm-hmm. because essentially what you're doing is you're misrepresenting a curriculum and also willfully misrepresenting a community of people like i am not a black person i do not get to decide whether robin dg kelly is important to yep. black history yep. i don't get to decide whether kimberly crenshaw is important to black history i don't get to decide whether we should discuss Bayard Rustin's sexuality in the context of black history that I don't get to make those decisions. And I think that's the place where I got really frustrated because it's like, you know, and somebody tweeted today, um, somebody tweeted something about how Marjorie Taylor Greene was complaining about the wokeness at the Super Bowl, like literally having a black person constitutes wokeness in their mind. And this person tweeting said, just say blackness, <clears throat> just say blackness, because that's really what you mean. We know, we know, but they don't want to say that. Right. But we know exactly what they mean, uh, you yeah. know, but but so to your points, right, all of that is part of the experience that you would learn about when it comes to African-American studies. Right. Yeah. So I think all of that stuff is, is should be covered. Like if you want kids to be educated on this stuff, that that's, that's what part of it is at a high yeah. level. If, if kids are preparing and getting college credit, that's the level of rigor and depth that a college course is going to go into. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't mean that we agree. And I think this goes back to all the arguments about education. And, and we can think about, um, you know, it, it, it always gets me. I love when like the military generals talk about that. They've read the communist manifesto. Why? <laughs> because they wanted to understand the ideas they were going against. Yeah. Right. And, and, and the also, I don't think they read it, but, you know, they oh, claim, yeah. <laughs> some claim. So that's like claim, the principles. Right? That's like the principles are like, I know your contract better than you do. I'm yeah, like, do, right. you, do you? I don't think you do. I don't yeah. think you do. No, but you're right. You're right. And I think it is one of those things where because I think the, the other thing I think about is like as I mean, you and I are both historians. Right. Yep. So as history people like we know that a community of people doesn't have a single narrative. Right. So just like like. Thomas Sowell is a black person, yep. right? And there is no doubt that his ideas are a part of black intellectual history. That's right. right? And they're probably covered in that class. They are. I'm sure they are. And it's one of those things where it's kind of like, if you you can't cherry pick which of us and, and us being in sort of the the folks who are who are centered in an ethnic history, like you can't cherry pick who you like and who you don't. Like for me in in Chicanx and Latinx history, like I might, I might focus on Che Guevara as somebody that I thought was ideologically really interesting and yep, yep, really yep, yep. positive on the balance yep. of things. Others would would say, nah, he's whack. He killed a bunch of people. And I think that I think that we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Like yep. we can hold I- two ideas in our head. We can say James Baldwin is a scholar of impact. Booker T. Washington is a scholar of impact. W.B. Du Bois is a scholar of impact. And they probably wouldn't have gotten along that well. 
That, right. They did it. Like they disagreement. <laughs> right. They all disagreed with each other. And that's the thing. I mean, that's what's so insidious, right? Is that what we're what we shut down when we shut down aspects of Black history is we're really we're shutting down intellectual freedom. We're shutting down intellectual democracy. Like there is no there is no um no um marketplace of ideas in this way it's a it's a company store of ideas now it's like well you're gonna come in here and you're gonna you're gonna buy this one product that we have and that's the only version you're gonna get well i was in a really interesting uh zoom a few days ago with uh, some folks from gannett as part of this voices for honest education yes and there was one guy this was uh in te- the, these are folks in tennessee and shout out to our friend uh or my friend you haven't met her yet you have to meet her uh cammy lunsford 21 2021 tennessee teacher of the year funniest human i've ever met we were in the zoom together and there was a guy that said well what if couldn't we just wouldn't school choice resolve this like if a school is teaching a curriculum that you don't like, just go to one that's teaching the one that you do like. So you could have a Black Lives Matter school. You could have a, you know, um, yo, we should start woke high school. <laughs> woke high school. <laughs> woke high school. I'd be like, and then, that's, and then you put it out there very clearly. This is what we're about. <laughs> we are woke. We are. We woke. are woke. Yo, stay woke. That that's what we would say to kids as they come in. Yo, stay woke, kid stay woke but you know so so this was presented to us as as an honest to god like way to move around to maneuver these culture wars and i'm like so what you're what you're proposing is that we all just run to our little silos and we live in our little silos and pretend that the other silos do not exist so if you want to ignore black history you should be able to choose that are you kidding me yes (laughs) go ahead just find a way to make that work for you. It's live in your in your world. The other thing I want to point out is like how damn long did it take for College Board to actually? Yeah, that's what back? I was gonna say. <laughs> like, I think I literally just saw something yesterday or Friday. Like, and the, this is what like DeSantis gets to run around and like proclaim that Greg that he crushed him. And, and he I, crushed I, him I defeated. I've defeated wokeness. Exactly. It's like the war on terror. It's like the war on woke terror. Why are there still woke people in Florida? <laughs> How are there still? I was, I know some people who are like administrators in Florida and man, they were wilding about what's going on down there. I'm but sure they are. People got to hide real. books now, but that'd be cool. Like as a teacher, man, right? Like get it all in your mind. You're but like, for real, hide the books. Hide the books. Yep. We're being radical today. Like you tell be kids like, to make like book jackets that are like yeah. of a different. Like you just buy a bunch of book jackets of like what's a book that's acceptable? Do they accept any books? Um, the Bible. <laughs> yeah. So what you do? I'm sure this. So our our uh, our our listeners of faith are about to accuse us of blasphemy. What you? No, do we're not blasphemy. You know why we're saying it, and if you're one of our listeners of faith, that's right. That's you true. know. You know why am I? Up. Why am I? You know why am I up. to people? You know who we are. You've been listening. If we have to use the good book to get people educated, that's right. It's kind of like but that is probably so, all they allow. <laughs> so you're just reading it. Meanwhile, on the inside, it's go tell it on a mountain, which is actually a biblical verse. Oh, oh. So, what what are you gonna do now? Yeah, it's like oh, um, no, I, I am, I am reading the good book, sir. Um, 
that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's so in college, we're kind of coming back and saying, we take exception to the way that this is being represented. I'm like, man, get out of here. You know? <laughs> it's like it's like one of those things where like you hate one organization, but you hate the other one more. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, I don't want I don't really want to defend college board. They're, everything nah. about them. I'm like, and that's what, like I was at the, uh, you know, the meeting of the 5280 coaches team. And one of the things we were talking about with the kids was like, well, what could you do? Like, how can you, what should young people do? You know, one thought is, is hit them where it counts. Everybody say, we ain't taking no AP test, right? Takes a widespread organized movement, but I've, I've studied enough history and I've seen moments where these young people organized and could get on the street. Right. Well, and and they have allies, right? I mean, we've got there are there's an increasing number of institutions of higher education. They are no longer accepting AP scores as part of the application process, and so you know, and you have schools that are now even going like test optional for which yep. is a very interesting thing. It's like okay, so does that mean there's the implicit stuff? What do you assume about a person that that opts to not share test scores, all yeah. that kind of stuff? But yeah. I think that there's that thing. And bro, the thing I've been thinking about lately, just with everything being on fire in education right now, is like, at what point do, do we see a general strike in this place? Like, at what point do we all start seeing that the nation that we need to be building towards is becoming less and less possible and at what point do we all just say you know what nah like nah, nah. nah we're we're not doing any of this i don't know uh hit kevin up if you are interested in starting general strike his uh mobile number is not just playing uh, yeah um, yeah it's organized <laughs> but the french let's do this look we we could take a lot of we could take a lot of lessons from our, our brothers and sisters in france yeah maybe not in the religious freedom thing but that's a religious um, freedom thing <laughs> But well, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, I think, you know, in Mexico City at at the National Autonomous University, if you don't go on strike every six weeks or so, then what are you even doing? What what are you you even about? Like, even if you you, don't think there's it. Bro, do you even strike? Bro, do you even protest? Bro, are you even civically engaged? That's like, (laughs) that's the sticker we need. Bro, are you even civically engaged? Bro, do you even protest? Yeah, it's kind of like, and I, I would imagine that if you don't know what you're protesting, you should protest that. It's like nobody knows what to protest. This is disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> what are well, they gonna... doing in these schools? <laughs> what are they doing in these schools if you're not outraged? Uh, yeah, so hit us up um, for general strike talk because we're we're here for it. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna move. It. Oh wait, I have to complain. Yes. You is there intro to. music for me to complain? <laughs> I actually see exactly what you did there, and I'm here for it. I'm going to need you to compose something. Yeah, so I got to get mad about something real quick. So, like, um, and obviously I recognize my bias inherent in this complaint. Um, I Let's am the it. 2021 Colorado Teacher of the Year. I've, I was told not to speak about that in past tense. Because there will never be another 2021 Colorado. That's right. That's you all day. I'm the one. I'm the one. And shout out Autumn, who celebrated by going to Thailand for three days. That's what's up. Let's go. Celebrated her year of service. I'm like, what did I do to celebrate my year of service? I went to Indianapolis and ate Chick-fil-A at the college football playoffs. Classy. (laughs) And I don't like football, Indianapolis, or Or Chick-fil-A. So that (laughs) that was a whole thing. I just picture you just sitting there. (laughs) 
looking he, all mad with the Chick-fil-A. You're like, what bro, the? they were giving us Chick-fil-A for breakfast. It was <laughs> hey, the wildest you guys, you thing like in the Chick- world. Hey, put some of these Chick-fil-A in your bag on your way yeah, home. Yeah, hey, uh, there's more. There's more. You got a microwave in your room? You got a microwave? Yeah, it's cold <laughs> enough outside. You can just put it on the windowsill. Um, yeah, so so Ed Week, that's how I feel about Ed Week. Uh, Ed Week ran an op-ed and by the way ed week does not pay for its guest things like they will like we have gotten requests to contribute and i'm kind of like but you ain't paying nothing like you ain't paying nothing pay writers um they ran an op-ed asking if the state teacher of the year program is just a popularity contest i got heated and actually i'm sure you did Our friend Monica wrote a wonderful piece that um, I think she's submitting to them as a response. All right. Um, Very good. Okay. So listen, um, I just want to point out a a couple of quick things. First of all, um, I am like me and popularity. Those are not words that have ever gone together like historically. Okay. (laughs) like everybody I knew in high school, shout out Ernie Locker Partner uh, from shout high out school. Ernie, shout out to Ernie. Um, at, nobody in in high school would have associated me with the word popular, which just cracks me up. And but here you so, are, okay. winner of a major popularity contest. Well, exactly, Talk that's right. It. Finally, <laughs> I've come home. I've come home. This I is how it's it. always supposed to be. I like I'm this like, idea though. Like I picture you like running around, like trying to be like the school <laughs> president. Like you, you were going school to school. Yo, I ran for head boy and got trounced. <laughs> I, I I could see that. Man, I could see that. I feel sure like that's what would have happened um, to me if I had done people. it. Sometimes no, your own people. No, I can just relate. <laughs> we we were too bold as young people. Like now we're better off as young yeah. people who are, you know, I think probably a little different (laughs) yeah a little bit different yeah and yeah so a couple of points that i want to make like first of all three out of the last four national teachers of the year are people of color like we have had two black male national teachers of the year rodney robinson friend of the podcast yes and kurt russell also friend of the podcast yes who are incredible. And then, you know, friend of the podcast, Juliana Ortube, who was the first Latina. So for me, it's just so naive of this group and such bad timing to... So the the National Teacher of the Year program has been around for like 70 years, right? And where was this op-ed when everybody was white and suburban? Where was this op-ed? We have a cohort that our 2021 cohort, the 2022 cohort, and even looking at 2023, that's more diverse than the teaching profession itself. So like to go out here and run this piece is incredible to me because it's like, it's like, this is the ultimate like gaslighting thing. So many of us go into this, into our year of service with this idea of, damn, like me, really? Like, oh, you know, I almost didn't apply. Yeah. And this whole kind of experience that I had and, you know, to have that kind of come out. And then when you start looking at what's happened to some folks who have become outspoken on issues. Our friend Gina Nelson, who ran for state superintendent in Oklahoma, is now probably going to lose her job for, you guessed it, wokeness, right? And Can't be you, woke in Oklahoma. You get, it, it, yo, we should rename it Woklahoma. 
<laughs> I'm really proud of that one. Uh, <laughs> that was a good if one. You can see if you can see Kevin, he's just kind of like that was solid in despair. That was I'd solid. Oklahoma. I'll give it. you props. Thank you. I appreciate Although it. Although your but, child, if your child had heard you do that, she she they'd be yeah, really looking at your eyes. See, probably not. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it was just one of those things that was just really wild to me because I think um I think the people that I know and that I got close to in that year, none of us considered it to be a finish line. None of us considered our year of service to be a victory lap. Like for us, we're like, oh, wow, I have a platform now. Like, how do I bring other people with me? How do I get in touch, in our case, with the 66,000 teachers in the state of Colorado and try to represent the people in my state that don't have this voice? Do I wish that more teachers had this type of experience? Absolutely. And I think, you know, there are countless teachers who I know who need a bigger platform and who need a place where more people can hear their ideas. So shame on you, Ed Week. Um, I'm done with you. I don't care if Secretary Cardona, also a friend of the podcast, uh, you know, said that he used to, he used to read Ed Week magazine. Um, I don't want to read Ed Week magazine anymore. After that, how about, yeah. I'm done with it too. Forget y'all. Forget y'all. You, so anyway, you, yeah. If they knew better, they'd do better. That's right. When you know better, do better. Ed Week. You, you need to, you need to have like a, you need to have like a, a Roy Wood Jr. for the culture. <laughs> sign off for pc time you ever watch that yes. on daily show <laughs> pc time for the culture that's right i i'll i'll just say cp no time better, CP no better time. do better no, no better, better do better no better hey speaking better. of when you know better you do better you want to talk about chat gpt oh my gosh this is like the the biggest topic in education well, it really right is now. and it's like huge it's wild. And we talked about it before. Yeah. And I remember my perspective was if people are cheating on your assignments, maybe you really need to be looking at your assignments. <laughs> um, the bat. Right and if the your bat. assignments are dope and people are still cheating on them, then maybe you need to be looking at, I don't know, the system. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're cheating because they don't have enough time, like all yeah. of us. And you know what? I discovered something, and I think all educators. I encourage all of Two Dope Nation to look into this. But but I was sitting there reflecting on chat GPT and and and, and not trying Were to you sitting to, on your porch at the time. Yeah, you know, guitar, procrastinating. Up. Yes, yes, you know, <laughs> enjoying the brisk Colorado air as I yes. do from time to time. But yes, I was I was thinking, well, you know, what's what's a task that I have to do often? That, that sometimes can be tedious, but like I know what to do, but sometimes it takes ideas. And so I decided to just plug in a prompt for less for a lesson plan <laughs> for chat GPT. Uh-huh. And so the first one. So that I, what are the so our friend, our my friend Donnie Piercy, yep, yep, who Kentucky Teacher of the Year, I think he so he would not stop texting me. Yes. When it, it, he first started like playing with it, I think he finally broke it. Not remember how he broke it, but yeah. So Donnie, I hope you're listening. Yeah, uh, I mean, you'll be very proud. So, I, so yeah. tell the people what you put in. Oh, and so, also, like before you go and snitch on Kevin, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, our, our friend, the Angela Watson, who yes. 
the founder of the 40 hour teacher world. Yes. Who believes in social justice and making this work sustainable? Yes. yes. Just ran an episode. I haven't listened to it yet on Chat GPT for I think the same task. That the you were same task. All right, people, get ready because this is revolutionary. And I think, and, and again, I, I put this point that you. I, I love that you're hyping this up. This is amazing. Yeah, Keep but on. you're going to use it with your own ability, right? You, you're still in charge. You still got to flow on right. the mix and whatnot. Uh, but you're going to use it to your advantage, right? So what I was doing was teaching an economics lesson. And I said, I wanted to just see, and it wasn't, I didn't end up using it, but just put in sixth grade supply and demand lesson. Here, I'm going to do this right now. All right. So, all right. So tell me the. I put in, here's what I put in. Let me see back to the prompt. Plan. I put in plan sixth grade social studies lesson on supply and demand. Uh, oh, dang it. That wants me to log in. Oh, yeah. You All do. Right, get- so, so, so to, I, I already have an account, yep, but it counts. So, but that- t- so tell me what it does. So, you said plan I put that sixth in there. grade lesson supply and demand. Yes. Just that simple, right? And it starts the gears start turning, right? And all of a sudden, it starts producing a lesson plan, bullet point by bullet point, begins with the introduction, right? Explain the concept of supply and demand to students. Ask if they've ever experienced or observed any of this, right? Uh Interactive activity, next step in the lesson. Ask students to come up with examples of goods that are high in demand and those that are low in demand. Write the examples on the board. See, we're telling you, like, (laughs) <laughs> Where to put the information, right? It's like coaching you up better than some of the coaches you got. Ooh, Y'all he heard me. He Ooh. said it. He talking Ooh. now. He Not talking better than now. Doris Dempsey. Not better. Not better than Doris, Doris Dempsey. Dempsey. Um, Shout out because that, that wasn't artificial intelligence. That, that wasn't. Was that was that was real. So this isn't. But this is what's so interesting to me because as you talk, it makes me think of all of the time. So I'm a person with anxiety. Yep. I am a person who I'm told has ADD. Yeah. Um, and it gets, re- and when you are really passionate about a lesson, it can mm-hmm. be really hard to narrow things down. It's like, like I used to break down my lesson planning. I'm like, okay, in one semester, I have 90 class periods. Yep. Like, how am I going to break down those 90 class? Per- like, seriously, it's like this yes, nine, like, yeah, yeah. You're trying thing. to, yeah. To, and it's uh, like, okay, so if I break my 90, like class periods into 18 weeks. So that's five. Then class I can periods. cover all of this in this right. way. And like if we so, do that in all these funny ways, right? Yeah. And so, and what, what would end up happening? I would write the first day of lesson plans, get exhausted. And then like, and then it's like, and then it's like DEFCON one for 18 weeks. Right. <laughs> and so what I'm thinking about the way you describe this, and I've played with it for other things. Yep, I'm not going to yep. say what those things are. Yep, I've played yep. with it for other things. And it's like, so here we have a framework, right? That's and right. And I can still, well, I'm, I'm going to let you talk about it because you actually did it. Oh, but, but, but no, you're all, you, you got it. You got it exactly the way I see it. It's really a framework, right? And so now I can add in my flavor, right? And so maybe instead of like jumping into explaining the concept, I might ask a question to just access what they know. What's something that's really popular that everybody wants that sells out quick? Yeah. Right. Yep. And they're gonna be like Taylor Swift I mean, tickets. And I'm and I'm here. I'm like Beyonce uh, tickets. Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones. <laughs> You're a sneakerhead. Yeah, that's right. Mister the McRib. The McRib. 
<laughs> Yo, don't say the McRib. Oh man, yeah. the McRib. That's some good times. But, but this know, is in, this is but, so interesting. But right? then, yeah, you put it together, and I think about for younger teachers, or yeah. you know, how many times have we been a teacher who has a content that you're not necessarily totally familiar with or haven't taught for a while? Yeah. This yeah. is a great, it's a great starting tool. I mean, yeah, bro, principal comes to you and says, Gerardo, Gerardo, <laughs> Gerardo, <laughs> listen, Gerardo, you're doing great, buddy. But I'd love to hey, see, thanks. I'd love Thank to see that principal. lesson planning that you're doing. So uh, oh, why don't you run and, me a week's worth of lesson plans, buddy? And in the time that it takes me to say, so what you're telling me is you'd like me to give you a week's worth of like, what would you like those lesson plans to be on me while typing? Boom. <laughs> bada bing, like, bada bang. Yeah, so Boom. sorry. Got I'm your just, lesson uh, plans. I'm just pulling it up on my computer. Where is that file? Oh, okay. So actually. Check uh, your email. Actually, a principal type person of undetermined gender identity. Um, I have just actually printed that to the office printer. If you want to grab it, it's right there. But imagine, I think all the like, and I think, you know, our listeners are really smart. And I think a lot of us are all the different ways. So like at times you're looking for resources, right? Uh, teaching AP, primary sources. So let's just try that. Let's just let's just do a new chat. Yeah, Ke Kevin's and, on his uh, Kevin's on his computer right now. All right. He's, uh, he's uh, so we're gonna we're gonna put in uh, best primary sources. What's a favorite topic of yours? Um, industrial Revolution on the Industrial Revolution, right? And clack, so clack, kids, clack 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 clack. This is what you like, even if you want to use it, like don't use it to cheat, but use it to spark your thinking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things oh. that. Oh, so did it keep talking? It's producing, but keep going. Yo, that's amazing. So one of the things, too, that I think is really interesting is I was reading somewhere about kids who don't know how to start essays. Right. And it's like, just give me some ideas on how to write. Um, an introduction how to just write an introduction and then i can i can, I can go from the rest i have the rest of the those rest. pieces yeah. right like I mean, how do we use the tool in a way that that's gonna leverage it right yeah. and it's not always gonna be like we said before about cheating yeah well uh, that's the th that's the thing is this this whole idea of of cheating like do i do I have some questions and concerns about chat gpt absolutely like the have you heard podcast did a whole thing on it a few weeks ago and folks i need you to fact check me on this but i think i heard them say that the bulk of the beta testing has been funded by the department of defense and Makes so sense. that is that is concerning right that we're funding ai projects um primarily have you watched black mirror have you I mean, been yeah. paying attention that, we're gonna it. be the ones who creates well, the ai well, that's that it takes right us out. And, and so I think there's a valid concern about, so what, what is it like, because what do we know about technology? It doesn't know when to stop and innovation in capitalism doesn't know when to stop and capitalism doesn't know when to stop. But I, and so I think that there are definitely the questions that need to be asked. However, when you start criminalizing people, and I use that word very heavily, but you start criminalizing people who find it as an efficient way to get around mind numbing, irrelevant, um, inauthentic 
tasks yep. that they have to just do so they can get a grade right. and so they can satisfy whoever it is they need to satisfy by turning in this work, like then you're barking up the wrong tree. Um, and like Donnie said, you know, I'm quoting Donnie a lot on this. It's not going away. And I think the idea of equitable access to technological tools is something that's extremely important. So if your question is, how do we stop kids from cheating using GPT? I just think you're asking the wrong question. I think the question you need to be asking is this could be the biggest innovation in in educational technology since the Internet itself. Right. And so are you going to pretend that it's just going to fade or are you going to say, huh, let me get with some other smart teacher friends of mine and, and let's talk about what the implications of this technology are. But let's also look at what those implications might be in a good way. Yeah. Is that lesson yeah. plan done, bro? It's not a plan. It's a list of the best primary sources. And I love this because it didn't actually find the sources, but it gives you ideas. So first, factory inspection reports. So now I can start to look. You could do them, a right? whole lesson around these that. documents offer firsthand look at working conditions in the factories. So just five factory. You got it right. Diaries and letters of workers and business owners. Wow. Right. Government records and legal documents. Man. Right. Uh, these sources provide insight into the laws, regulation. So now I have an idea of what am I when I'm looking at? What am I looking at? I'm looking for laws and regulations around. Yeah. You know, and, and let's be let's be real. Um, our district is one of many districts across this country where education budgets have been slashed to the point where literal scopes and sequences are being developed with open source materials, right? Yep. Yep. So not only like that first year of teaching AP, not only are you looking for ways to teach it you're actually looking for sources sources that you can access and i mean don't even try to get your your school to buy you and when was the last time we ever knew what our department budget was right and so and so this is you can you can lose so much time and and valuable like teaching like skill building just looking for materials yes yes so it's like i can see me Class starts at nine o'clock. I'm scrambling in because I was up late doing PhD work. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Let me do, let me see what ChatGPT comes up with. I would grab that, that, that factory. What was the factory one? The first one? The factory had? inspection reports. I would grab dive, that five, and I'll be like, this is my lesson. This is my lesson. This is it. We're doing and, this. And like, but, but again, you're a veteran teacher, right? And so that yeah. simple idea, you, you're like, boom, got idea number one, let's roll. Yeah. And it's something that like we wouldn't always think about, but it's really good, yeah. really good digging into. Right. But uh, again, I think about that year one teacher. Right. Or somebody just learning what what is. Yeah. What? Because there's a lot of different ways to plan a lesson, but there's certain elements that you need to be part of it. That's right. right. That's and right. this this helps outline some of that stuff, take some of the pressure off, you know gives you space and now you freak it, you tweak it, you make it yours, you know? That's right. You put some, you put some fresh little dang, dang, dangs on it. And now it's, it's looking fresh. (laughs) And And actually you could probably All the homies is like, Oh dang, where'd he get that? 
You'd be like, you could probably get ChatGPT to put some little dang dang dangs on it. Like you could probably do that. Yeah, you know, they, I wonder what happens if you. All right, the, we could get into a rabbit hole. Um, not oh, so. Yeah, yeah. Yo, and hit us up. Like, let us know other uses, it, other ways that you might be using it in your yeah, classroom. Let or us with your know students. Because, because I think that um, I I think that it would it would be foolish to just write something off because it scares us. Um, it scares me a little bit. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think a populace that is that is well trained to ask hard questions and to bring a critical lens to things. I mean that, you know, the 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 future of this technology is unknown. Like we don't know what it is. Like we actually have we actually get to make some decisions about how we engage these things and whether they become, um, whether we use them responsibly or not. So that's right. Um, yeah. That's right. Well, listen, man, I gotta, I gotta do some uh, PhD work. I'm already a day late on an assignment and, Uh-oh. uh, Dr. Tabern don't play. I love that class. It's that's amazing. It's my intro to qualitative research. And, um, that class is sick, bro. It is sick. Um, but what's going to be sick is my grade. If I don't do this assignment, we'll get it done. <laughs> Work hard. I'm going to get it done. Get Yo, it done. if you, uh, if you enjoy us subscribe, like, and subscribe, give us a five-star rating on Apple podcasts. It helps people, uh, find us. Me and Kev are going to be making an appearance in North Carolina in the spring. We're going to yes. be down there, uh, North Carolina central. So, uh, stay, stay aware of that. And if you're in the area, <laughs> Hit us up. We'd love to see you. It's going to be a really good time, isn't it, Kev? You're going to be yeah, wearing most. We are going to be dressed up. We're going right, to be styling and profiling. That's right. You're going to be eating vans. biscuits. I'm bring some. Oh man, the food. I can't wait for the food. So. Let me. That North Carolina food is the only way to get better if you keep driving south down to Georgia. Though. That's a whole different. That's story. right. That's right. Shout we can do it. We can do it. They do it right in North Carolina. That's right. Well, listen, uh, I am Gerardo Munoz for my partner, my partner, uh, Kevin Adams over here. We are asking you to stay encouraged, stay creative, stay engaged, stay pushing, stay speaking our truth. But above all, always, always, always stay, stay dope. dope. Stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> Hear that, Ron? We out here. Let's get banned. Let's get banned in Florida. Let's get banned in Florida. Get Let's go. Ban us in Florida. Listen to us in Florida. <laughs> Shout out to Florida. Shout out to Florida. Banned Shout us. out to Jacksonville. Shout out to Miami. <laughs> Miami Dade. Miami Dade. Shout it out like, yep. Shout out and to then. Tampa. Hold it down, T Town. Yep. <laughs> All right, we out. Bye.